Welcome to the Decades of Strength podcast. We are Kim, Marcy, and Katie. We are three women on one mission. We are obsessed with empowering women to gain confidence, build strength, and ditch feelings of unworthiness. So grab your chair, come sit at our table, and let's talk. Not camera ready. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Decades of Strength podcast. I'm your host today. This is Kim speaking, and with me, of course, is Katie and Marcy. Hi, ladies. Hey, Hi. hey. How are you? I'm good. What's going on? Getting into everything. Just It feels like a Monday, but it's Tuesday. It's, um, Tuesday. it's a Tuesday, right? That's we, We've been off. We've been kind of on yes. and off the last couple of months, and maybe we should quickly address that because I know I've gotten a couple of questions when a podcast doesn't drop on a Tuesday because man, we were consistent for so long. I know. I know. Like life just happened for all of us. And, and rather than sort of forcing it square peg round hole style, um, we've all sort of gotten past that point where we feel like we have to show up when we're not available for that in our lives. And so we sort of just hit pause. So everything's good though. You know what's awesome, Katie, is we have been so incredibly consistent that people don't expect us to not show up. There are plenty of podcasts. It's just kind of like there's an episode whenever there's an episode, right? And right. people don't expect that of us because we have just been so relentlessly consistent. And I'm really proud of us for that. And I'm also really proud of us for being like, August is just not working for us, ladies. So let's right. do what we can. So there you have it. That's where we've been. We've been vacationing and all kinds of responsibilities. And I'm actually going to be jetting out of here again Saturday. So uh, you ladies are taking it from here for a couple of weeks, but we're still going to be around. Guys, stick with us. I promise we're going to get back to super consistent uh, posting mm-hmm. again very soon here. And I, I still like, cannot figure out your schedule, Kim. I'm like, are we... <laughs> I get on this cruise ship on Saturday morning. And oh, so exciting. We'll be gone. So it'll be two Tuesdays. I'll be gone because I will be uh, on a cruise ship. And then I'm going to be visiting my brother in Arizona right after. Yes. Yes. Well, I will live vicariously through you and in Colorado. Follow along (laughs) on my Instagram story for all of the Alaska content. You know, I think I'm pretty much decided I'm going to try and get my camera back out that I bought for the Grand Canyon and remember how to use it. And I'm going to retire my phone on the cruise ship to my room. And I'm going to take all of my pictures and video on my camera. And then just periodically when I'm in my room, like upload it and like share some content. So I'm not attached to my phone. What a great idea. I think that's a great great idea. idea. It's real easy to lean on your phone for the excuse. Like I need my, I want my camera. Right. So yeah, that's that's awesome. This all hinges on me being able to figure out the tech for all of this, you know, (laughs) But, but that's my plan. Uh, Marcy, what's new with you? Nothing at all. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, I, I still have kind of been in recovery mode after getting hit very hard with COVID. So I've just been laying low. I wish that I could say that there were things new and exciting, but hopefully soon, although I have not, I was telling my mom this, I'm like, you know, I'm kind of sad because I have nothing to look forward to in the next couple of months. Mm-hmm. So I've got like a friend's baby shower and that's pretty much it, but no trips or anything fun planned. So I got to change that Marcy. Let's well, let's, I know. let's put a I know. visit on the calendar. Well, and I, I keep, I keep telling like Abby and you, Katie, like I'm going to come to Wisconsin before it gets too cold. I want to go and visit a friend of mine in Idaho. So there are like 
things in the works. I just haven't actually scheduled it, booked it, whatever. Um, and then the listeners will remember Sam and Sarah. So I talked to Sarah this weekend, Sam the previous weekend, the three of us are talking about maybe going somewhere. Uh, and one of those places is Colorado, which uh, Katie, I know you've been spending a lot of time. So I feel like the stars are aligning and like everything is telling me like, Marcy, you need to go to Colorado. <laughs> go to the mountains. They're calling. Yeah, that sounds good. The mountains are calling. I am much more like a mountain and lake person than I am a beach person. So yeah, that's a, uh, but I don't like the snow. So I got to try and make my way out there before it gets too cold. Yeah. The window was narrowing. Very, yeah. very soon then. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah. Ladies, let's get into our topic for today. We had an idea and then I got a great illustration this morning to kind of kick us off. So what we're going to talk about today, hang on, I want to pull this up. We're going to talk about things you don't need to do to improve your health, to lose weight, that kind of thing, to improve like your fitness status. Kind of talking about what are the big rocks, what are the small rocks, and what literally just doesn't even belong in the jar. Um, and this morning, I got a comment, literally right before this, this conversation we're having here, I got this comment on a post I had made. Now, this post was specifically about steps to lose menopausal belly fat, but these are like the baseline steps to be a fit person. So we don't have to just center on weight loss. But what I found so interesting on this post, I basically said, here are the things to do because it's weight loss, eat in a calorie deficit, uh, strength train, walk seven to 12,000 steps every day, and then manage any hurdles that you have that are getting in your way. So like if you're struggling with sleep, um, if you're struggling with stress eating, like those really are the things and eat enough protein. Like those are the things, right? To, to look fit, act fit, be fit. And um, I'm going to say right now, none of the three of us think that those things are easy right? We don't, but they're the things, no matter what I say. And I want to read this comment that I got because I was so taken aback by it. Um, and she's clearly new to my page. She says to OMG, you're great, but are you serious? That is so much work and so complicated. Can you make it easy? You're telling us special diet, which I don't know what she means there because I actually didn't, unless she's talking about the idea of eating more protein, special diet with calorie deficit, weight train and walk every day. Anyone would be skinny if they do all that. <laughs> Katie's laughing hysterically. I am. I can't handle it. Yeah. I mean, it's so I mean, those are the big rocks for a reason, right? Like it's, it's like the best kept secret in fitness. And I think a lot of us who have been in this space for so long are like, well, how is that surprising? But the truth is for, you know, every, you know, thousand people we have talking to us or, or communicating to us there are tens of thousands more who have no idea that this is actual truth. Yeah, that's absolutely right. And my response when I was talking, when I was told the ladies that this morning, is that does she want me to suggest I have a pill she can take? Like, Arsenia yeah. Cambogia, Cambogia, that was proven to not work. What, should I make one up? Like, and that's what I said. I was like, yes, she does want a pill, clearly. <laughs> She wants, she wants the easy button as, I mean, I, and I hate to make fun of this poor woman, <laughs> but she doesn't yeah. know that she's the, the topic of our podcast. Well, here's um, the thing. It's not so much her, but it's clearly, she has been in an environment, yes. our world that has taught her that there is some other way. And believe me, I don't, I'm not making fun of her because I was her at mm -hmm. one point, yeah, but yeah. when it's, you know, it's where our state of the world is. We think there is some 
other way out there. Look, ladies, I wasted years, decades looking for the way when the way was right in front of me. And it was the stuff I had heard, like surface level heard, like you should move more, you should exercise, you should eat vegetables, all of these things. But in my mind, like that wasn't the answer. And that sounds terrible. I didn't want to learn to eat vegetables. Like I wanted, I wanted to take a pill. I tried guys. I tried to take the pill. I tried, like when Garcinia Cambogia was all the rage, I was furious when I found out it had interactions with the medicine I was taking. Cause I was like, that's it. I've, I've lost my shot. Mm -hmm. And I don't even know what you were referring to. Like you don't what, No, what rock was I living under? <laughs> you don't remember that? No. no. Oh gosh. That was, um, early when, well, it was, it was before I like, it was before I was in my forties. Well, it was probably around 40. So it was around 12 years ago. Okay. So I would have been 26 and what was it called? Garcinia Cambogia. I've never heard of that either. You haven't? No. Is that oh. like the, is that like the, what's on the bottle or is it? No, that's literally what it was. Okay. Let's Google while we're talking. Um, I'm pretty sure I heard about it. I'm, I'm like almost positive. It was one of those things I heard from. Is it like a fat burner, Kim? Like hydroxy cut or something like that? No, I, we, it's, it was one of those like Dr. Oz things, you know, the oh my gosh, I have no idea what you were Literally, If you about. just type in the three letters G-A-R, it comes up. Wow. <laughs> it's a tropical well, fruit, also known as Malabar tamarind. It's a popular weight loss supplement. People say it blocks your body's ability to make fat and it puts the brakes on your appetite. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that I didn't get sucked into that because, <laughs> well, I we all had our own things. We like there, I don't, I think like every one of us has spoken in the past on this podcast yeah. that we have all fallen victim to, to extreme crazy things. And uh, I mean, it just, a lot of it's generational, but it all comes back to the same thing. And that is there is this shortcut, this easy button, this idea that if you do this one thing, that is what is going to catapult you into your health or your fat loss. And I think one of the biggest problems we have is um, a lack of patience. Nobody mm -hmm. wants to wait as long as it takes um, while you're doing the work you actually have to do to make it healthy and sustainable and lifelong. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, anything that's been on your radar lately, ladies, as far as like current day, like wellness fad that we can tell people like that's not where it's at. You know, it's so interesting. I think I've mentioned this on the podcast before. I am so in my own little bubble that I really don't see a lot of what's out there. Uh, you know, going to the grocery store sometimes I still see when I'm standing in line, you know, the crazy things on the magazine covers. So I guess there's that, although none specifically are coming to me right now, but I, I really do not spend any time on Facebook. I do not spend any time on TikTok. If I go on TikTok, it's to look at like a couple of select accounts. So I follow Cara Nordine's TikTok and maybe one or two other people, but I am not going down the TikTok rabbit hole and seeing all the craziness there. And then even with Instagram, pretty much everyone I follow are those people in our kind of immediate space. Mm -hmm. uh, we're not immediate space, but you know, the people who are preaching a similar message and design blogs and like, you know, funny memes. I don't go on there to look for crazy content. And, and you know, even, even like the clients that come to me, like they're not really telling me about all these insane diets or protocols that they're doing. Um, the only one that I, that I feel like is coming up again is Octavia, um, mm. which I mean, that is just a joke. Let's be honest. Yeah. But other than that, 
not not a whole lot that has been on my radar. Yeah. Yeah, but I know it's out there. Yeah. <laughs> Katie, anything to add there? I would say just about anything that you need that somebody tells you you need to purchase to make it better. So I'm talking about like detox bars or like a, a 30 day program that has a very specific name, um, a CGM, like so a continuous glucose monitor, um, probably anything that says, here's my code, use this, it will help you lose <laughs> weight is something that you don't need. Uh, because the things that you need are available to most of us. Obviously, there is an element of, of privilege. And so not everybody has the same accessibility. Um, I just kind of want to mention that. But I think for most people listening to this podcast, um, there is accessibility to um, a grocery store, to getting steps outside, to um, body weight resistance training, to those types of things. And you do not need to spend your money on something that um, you like, a, a, let's call it a waist trainer or a special blender to make the shake with this specific protein. All of that is bullshit. Like, mm-hmm. let's be clear. Preferences can certainly be worked in. So maybe you like a certain protein powder or you prefer a certain brand of athleisure. That is not the magic bullet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, n- now that you say that about if you're using somebody's code, like red flag, So there is one thing that I have seen going around and it is this collagen supplement. And I think there are multiple ones, but I even saved it because I was going to try and make content about this a couple months ago. It would take me far too long to go and find it at this point. But this woman who clearly had no nutritional education or background, she just bought a product herself, started using it for whatever reason, got results. And now she is on board with the company. It was multi-level marketing. Like that's clearly what it is. Um, and now she's pushing the supplement onto other people. And it's just, it's so frustrating to see also like these people make a shit ton of money. Like, let's be honest, multi-level marketers, they can make a lot of money. And like I said, just earlier, like they're not educated. They have no, um, no experience in guiding other people unless it is here by my stuff. So yeah, I saw, I've seen many women who are pushing this collagen supplement and not collagen, like vital proteins or that type of stuff. Um, more like a liquid collagen that they say when you take it is going to help you burn body fat. And that is just false. (laughs) Um, I had someone that I'm friendly with this morning, uh, love her a lot. Don't think she listens to this podcast. Pretty sure she doesn't, even if she does. I I didn't want to get into it in text. She had texted me and we were just chatting about how, um, you know, some of her habits have kind of slipped and here's what she's thinking about. And it was all reasonable stuff. Like she knows, she knows the stuff. And then she added, she's like, I've also just ordered a special ionized water bottle um, because that can help. And then her, then her next comment was, it's always good to drink water. And so I just agreed. And I'm like, it sure is. It is always healthy to drink water. And I was just like, like looking back and forth and thinking like, I don't know what you mean. Like that's going to help. Help with what? Like whether we're talking health or whether we're talking fat loss, like there's no water bottle you're going to buy that's going to help, right? Mm-hmm. I guess if you're filling your water bottle with something that has no calories versus something that does, that could help. Uh, you know, if you're filling your water bottle with some water versus, you know, may, uh, having Diet Coke, well, not even Diet Coke, straight up Coke with all the, the calories every single day, right? That could be different, but just a certain type of water bottle. 
which reminded me of the time I was in like TJ Maxx and they were selling, selling special water. And I was like, what in heaven's name? And I can't even remember what they said the water promised to do, but it promised to do something. Mm-hmm. And I posted on my stories. I'm like, y'all, it's water. It's water. Mm-hmm. And everything can be complicated. And it goes back to what this woman is looking for. She's looking for something that's so easy to do, but is not simple. Like explain to me how some special water bottle is going to help you lose fat or get healthier. Explain mm-hmm. that to me. You want to talk about complicated? Explain that to me like a five-year-old could understand it. You can't. The stuff that works, those big rocks, things like eat more vegetables, eat more protein, go for a walk, lift some weight. Like these are things like I could explain to a five-year-old and the five-year-old could be like, I understand the words you're coming. They're not complicated. They're incredibly simple. Well, they're simple, but they're, they're unsexy. You know, they're not glamorous and that people want that, you know, shiny object, the thing that is going to get them the immediate result without having to put in the effort. And it's really unfortunate uh, because here's the thing, it's not, you know, this is kind of, it's become cliche, but it is so true, which is why I have to bring it up. It's not just about the end goal. It really is about the journey that you take to get there. And I'm sure all of us have experienced this multiple times, but when you do reach like that end point, you step on the scale and you've hit your goal weight or you have your goal look, it's like, okay, now what, <laughs> you know, you kind of like ride that high for eh, maybe a couple hours, maybe a couple days at most. And then you're like back down to baseline and you're on to the next goal. But really when you look back, it's all of the accomplishments that you were making up until that point that really make you feel proud and, you know, experience that sense of accomplishment and pride and satisfaction. And if you take a pill and you know you or whatever the shortcut is and you get to where you want to be in a couple of weeks but you haven't put in the work to get there like that is going to be even more unfulfilling mm, yeah for sure so, so like and the, the pride is in the like the satisfaction is in doing the work like even if the work is simple like we were saying e- or earlier it's simple but it's still not easy yes right? it and requires you to become the part the person. That- if that's the part that's tripping y'all up, if you're listening to this and you're like, okay, like I don't necessarily want it to be um, something dumb that I do. I'm not saying I want a pill, but what I'm saying is I feel overwhelmed by what I should do next. Like I so get that. And so let's really simplify it. Um, I did a post this weekend and basically said like, if this is you, if you're super overwhelmed, like you're like, I feel just so out of shape. I don't even know where to start. Start here, take a walk after one meal, not even after every meal. After one meal, take a walk and eat a vegetable today. Any kind of vegetable served any way you want, you know, however you like to eat it. Like those are two things you can do. So if you're listening to this and you're like, I'm really, I'm really just out of the loop of what is even healthy. Like I'm living on processed food. I'm not moving. I'm not getting any sleep. What all the things, all the whole list that so many of us get to this point in life, literally even just doing those two. And it doesn't have to be those two. Maybe you guys could could add another one or two and we'll give you a menu of things to pick from that are big rocks, but they don't feel super challenging to do in the moment. And then the task is to be patient in your brain and saying like, these things will matter long-term. They will matter even though they're super simple to do. Uh, Give us one or two ladies. What else would you add to that? Well, before we go there, I just want to say one thing. I feel like 
the majority of our listeners, if not all, aren't really the ones looking for like the super quick fix or like they've kind of, they're like maybe at a different phase in their journey where they, they know that that's kind of bogus and BS. Um, however, to your point, Kim, yeah, maybe they do feel overwhelmed because there is so much information out there or they're just overwhelmed because they are doing the same, the simple basic things and it's taking longer than they want. Or what we were talking about offline, you know, not so much me, but the two of you have been very busy this summer and maybe people's habits have slipped. So everything that we are saying is something that you can use to get you back to baseline. So like it works kind of like whatever your goal is, like if you're just starting or if you've slipped and you wanted to get back on track, my least favorite phrase ever, but for lack of a better one. <laughs> Marcy, we need to come up with a better phrase because I agree. I always, I always like kind of cringe when I say it, but it's the words, that's the words people use. Yeah. And so in, in order to talk in a way that people are like, yeah, that's what I want to do. I do say that, but every time I do it, like you do, like with like little air quotes, like cringe, it, it's like, um, what was I going to say? I think re- I like the word recommit. Recommit. That's a good one. Yeah. yeah that's the one that I tend to use more often, but it's kind of like you were saying, Kim, it's a, it's like tone, right? We know it's like toned. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I've given up the fight on that one. What I've decided I've gone through many different phases in my career as a, as a fitness professional, like my, how I use the word toned. I definitely used to be one of those jerks. who's like, you can't tone. Like, this is what it means. Like, I used to do that. And I've definitely circled back to like, I just use it. And occasionally I'll throw in like, hey, here's what toned mean. Tone means like lose fat, build muscle. If you have fat to lose, we'll lose it and we'll build muscle. But mostly I just use the word toned because people use it and there's no reason to be a jerk about it. Like, <laughs> we know what you're saying. <laughs> right. Well, I, uh, I guess I'll go. I think number one, hands down, the easiest, not easy, excuse me, simplest, but most unsexy is prioritize your sleep. So minimum seven hours per night, if not eight to nine, clearly I understand that this is not, that this can be more challenging for certain populations. So if you are a new mom, you have a baby who is up in the middle of the night, like, yes, your sleep is going to be disrupted. Right. Um, you know, if you are in menopause, Kim, you've talked about this many times and you have hot flashes and your hormones are keeping you up. Like that is going to be more challenging as well, but still do what you can to prioritize and optimize your sleep as much as possible, because it has a host of benefits, not only for your just like physical health overall, preventing disease that whatnot, um, but also when it comes to a body transformation goal, then there are many benefits it has as well. So studies have been done that if you are trying to lose body fat and you are sleeping less than, I think it's six and a half hours per night, I could be wrong. Um, I think it's six and a half, maybe it's five and a half that you're actually going to lose more muscle tissue than you are body fat. And we know you want to protect your precious muscle more than any thing. Like we do not just want to lose weight and become, this is another word I hate skinny fat. (laughs) Um, but, but for lack of a better one, you know, you, if you do want to be toned and you want to have as much muscle on you as possible while you are losing the body fat. And one of the best ways to protect that is to get sufficient sleep. So at least seven hours. And then also 
if you are getting enough sleep, then you're going to have more energy to go for the walks, to get in your workouts. You're going to be better able to make good decisions, to self-regulate, and it's going to help with your hunger and your cravings. So there are just numerous reasons as to why sleep should really be number one in my book. I love that. And if you're listening and you're like, that that itself feels like too big of a project for me, like getting more sleep, let's pick one or the other end of that. Okay. What can we do to make your, get you in bed earlier? Like maybe mm-hmm. that's where you start. And you start by saying like, I'm going to um, put my phone in another room at eight o'clock, or I'm going to take the TV out of my room, whatever it is that is inhibiting you from getting to bed at a decent hour, like just take that one step. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, if it's, uh, I have to get up super early in the morning because I've got four kids to pack lunches for, like maybe it's the change of the kids and I pack lunch after school the night before and put it in the fridge, like pick one simple change that can help you get more sleep. If it feels like too big of a project to be like, I now get eight hours of sleep or seven hours of sleep a night. Yeah. Yeah. Love that. So I'll take another big rock, but I want to approach it from like what you don't need to do. So I think we can all agree that whether we're talking about fat loss or just general wellness and health movement matters, but here's what you don't need extreme forms. You don't need HIT. You don't need things like CrossFit. You don't need things like powerlifting. You don't need to train for a marathon. You don't need to do 75 hard. You don't need a fancy fitness tracker. Um, You can absolutely live in this space where maybe you do a strength training workout three days a week and you try to walk a couple times a day. And if you don't have a fitness tracker and you're thinking, oh, I got hit 10,000 steps, but I don't know how I can't afford it or I don't want it. Assume between a thousand and 1500 steps per 10 minutes of walking. Mm -hmm. That's approximately where I fall on an easygoing walk. If you're doing that three times a day, or even if you're just adding it once a day, Kim, like you suggested, you can assume that you are adding to your baseline steps. If you are not parking at the end of the parking lot at Costco, you can assume that that's going to add a couple hundred steps to your day. Things like that allow you to build on the base that you have. And you don't need a step tracker to tell you that you're doing that. You're very well aware if you're going to, if you're making those efforts or not. So keep in mind that the extreme forms, while they might be fun for some people, and maybe like, you know, a, a extreme group fitness classes is a lot of fun for someone and what's going to get you out of the door in the morning, like, cool, go with that if that's you. But please don't take movement off the table because you feel like it has to be this super painful thing. Not only does it not have to be there, it shouldn't be there because that's just going to burn you out and make you think, make you hate movement. So I like to stop thinking about it as like training and exercise and more like movement. Yeah. Love that. Really fantastic ideas. So and you don't have to do all of these things that we just mentioned here today, like literally picking one of them. And if you're in that state of feeling overwhelmed, I pick whatever feels like the lowest hanging fruit, like whatever feels like that out of the grand scheme of all of those things, this one feels the easiest, not that we're saying it's easy. It feels the easiest change for me to make. Pick that one, pick that one and run with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it will make a difference. It mm-hmm. will make a difference in your health. It will make a difference in how you feel and likely doing even just that one thing for a while is going to help you get, um, get the idea that you want to do more, right? Like when we start um, putting those pluses in the column of, I care for myself, we want to care for ourselves more, right? 
Yeah, it creates that momentum. Yeah, absolutely. So Kim, I want to throw something out because this is, I guess, a recommendation that a lot of fitness people make. And I know that you have a certain belief about it. Let's talk about water. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> because, I mean, I'm not saying that you should not be drinking your water. Obviously, please stay hydrated. It's very yeah. important. But what is your opinion on water and it like not being the the lowest hanging fruit when it comes, especially when it comes to fat loss. Okay, first of all, I, I guys, I have nothing against water. Look, I'm literally drinking it. <laughs> I love to drink water. You should drink water. Water is healthy. A lot of benefits from drinking it. If your main goal is fat loss, please don't prioritize that as like the thing you have to hit every day. It wastes so much of your mental energy. You only have so much mental energy to give to this project. You only, and look, I've gone through times, I, I tend to be a chronically dehydrated person. So I've absolutely gone through times where it is a goal for me. It's not a goal for me in pursuit of fat loss. That's the difference. I'm not saying it's not a valid goal for anyone. It absolutely is. And maybe you're a person that needs to be a goal for you. Um, but if your main goal is fat loss, please do not put drink X number of ounces or whatever it is amount of water per day high on your list of priorities because it's going to edge out what you can give to the other priorities that actually matter. Things like getting in enough movement, strength training, eating enough protein, controlling um, your portion sizes, these things that actually make a dent in your fat loss in the bottom line results. But still guys, I'm not saying water's bad. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just not gonna be like, it's not gonna be the, the number one dial mover. Yeah. yeah. And I think another thing I want to add is just setting yourself up for success. You know, a lot of time I was having a conversation with a client who, you know, was kind of engaging in some self-sabotage. She clearly knows what to do, but isn't doing it, which I think is, you know, a lot of people's downfall. Uh, and so we were talking through that over the weekend and like, she knows I need to meal prep. And I was like, yeah, that's going to make things a lot easier for you because so many of the women that we work with, or, you know, even who we are ourselves, the listeners, they have what I call a very high cognitive load. So there's so much going on in their head, not just with what they need to do for their fitness journey, but the responsibilities that they have <clears throat> as parents or uh, running a family, working, all of that. And so if you can lighten that cognitive load by setting yourself up ahead of time, just to make these decisions easier, then that is going to really help you out. So like take a day or two or not a full day, but like take one or two days where you put an hour aside to do some meal prep, to go do your grocery shopping. And that is going to allow you to actually do these habits. Um, you just can't like wish and hope that it's going to happen. Mm -hmm. Good stuff. Good stuff, Marcy. Katie, Marcy, any last words from you? I'm going to add one more thing. And I think that's, um, in regards to your community, choose them wisely. You pro probably heard before that you are the sum of the five people you spend the most time with. And if those people are not encouraging this type of behavior, uh, then you probably are going to have a much harder time engaging in it. So keep that in mind for your, for your reality. And when it comes to your, your social media feed, make sure that you are really seeking people that are ahead of you in the journey, not behind you. So recalibrate your feed. And Marcy likes to call these people expanders because I, I think that's such a brilliant way to describe them. Because in my real life, I've had a hard time finding expanders because my lane is pretty narrow. <laughs> and so 
uh, getting on a place like Instagram. No, I've met you ladies. And like Tuesdays at 10 a.m. are like the highlight of my week because you are my expander. So make sure that you're seeking out those people in your social media feeds. And that's really going to help make that a, a happier place too. Love yeah, it. And don't, I've been talking about you in my masterclass that I've been doing because oh. I, I use that word on one of my slides. I'm like, here are mm -hmm. a few more expanders. And I, I mentioned you, I'm like, this is a term I learned from my friend, Marcy. Here's what it is. It's such a great term. So, oh, well, I appreciate that. My, my woo woo manifestation work has <laughs> rubbed off on you. <laughs> No, it's very true though. I love the expander phrase um, or concept, but also curating your social media feed. So if you are someone who has a tendency to get really in their head, to question everything and to want to jump into that next shiny object, jump to that next shiny object that you are seeing on social media, do yourself a favor and just eliminate the noise. It's going to be so, so important for your just overall well-being and your ability to stay the course and do, you know, yes, the simple unsexy things, but the ones that are going to be the most sustainable and allow you to get results. Maybe it takes a little bit longer, but to actually hold those results for a lifetime. Yeah. Resist the urge to follow people just because they look the part. We could yeah. do a whole other episode on that. Maybe we will, like but yeah. um, you know, just because someone appears to have the physique you're looking for does not mean that as a person who knows what they're talking about and, and can safely and um i don't know appropriately guide you through your own journey really oh I, I really like that for an episode there's a, a lot that i could say mm -hmm, all right too. somebody write that down because i won't remember it mm -hmm. all right ladies this has been a great chat um i did not mention this to marcy and katie so i'm just going to say this and hopefully you guys are gonna be like that's totally fine my course is launching this week. So if these are things that you want help with, please head over to Kim Schlag Fitness. Yes. Um, we'll put the link. We'll put the link uh, in the notes. I'm sure you guys are okay with this, right? Um, uh, no, Kim, we're not. No, we're not talking about what you do. <laughs> I only open this up twice per year. So if you want to work with me, there's literally two times per year you can get in on it. And this week is one of them. Doors are only open till Friday night. Uh, it's an eight-week course. We, talk, we work on all of these things. We work on everything we've talked about here that are the big rocks. That's what I actually help you do. It's an implementation course. It's not just a place to go to learn more knowledge because you can learn more knowledge about this stuff like here, anywhere. It's like, okay, now how do I actually start doing these things? That's All amazing. right, ladies, good to be with you. And Marcy and Katie will be back here next week. And I'm going to be looking at a glacier. So I'll catch you in. Oh, amazing. <laughs> Have the best time. Can't wait to hear about it. All yeah. right. Bye, Bye. everyone. Bye. Thanks for joining us for this episode of the Decades of Strength podcast. If you liked this, if it was helpful for you, it would mean the world to us if you left a rating and review wherever you're listening. It really does help our work get in front of more people. Thanks so much for being here with you and we'll see you again next week.